welcome to the Johannesburg Church of Christ podcast. In these podcasts, we seek to know Christ and to make him known to all nations and people. May this week's message transform your thinking in the likeness of Christ as you get to know him more. Good morning, brothers and sisters. It is uh, so good to uh, be able to connect with uh, everyone from all over Southern Africa. Uh, it is uh, exciting for us as the Tony Church to uh, host uh, everyone uh, this week. I hope that uh, you are staying safe and that you are well. Um, and um, it's, uh, it's great to have uh, everybody uh, joining. I know that uh, we've got our friends and our family also joining us today uh, for, for this service. I want to just start off uh, with uh, just some good news from uh, uh, different parts of Southern Africa. Uh, it's so exciting. Uh, we had uh, a, uh, a, a baptism in Namibia, uh, in Ventruk. Uh, we had a baptism this week. And uh, also uh, uh, some exciting news from Lusaka, Zambia. Uh, uh, John and Jane Kilahasan, Jason, uh, got baptized. Uh, and uh, we also had a, a sister get baptized in the Tata Church. Uh, it's uh, really amazing. We have a couple of uh, campus students uh, that um, are also just ready to get baptized. And we have to work out uh, some permits to be able to uh, get to uh, uh, the different people who are studying the Bible. So uh, it's exciting to, to, to see what God is doing uh, during these uh, difficult times. So uh, please continue to pray. Uh, that uh, we will uh, be uh, hearing more and more uh, people uh, who are getting baptized. Uh, we also had a, a brother and a sister, um, uh, Edson and Agatha, uh, from the Maputo Church, who went on a mission team in Nakala, uh, which is a city just north of uh, Mozambique. Uh, they uh, left on the 1st of March. And they uh, have been there uh, under lockdown uh, and they are praying and hoping that uh, uh, pretty soon uh, the, the, the lockdown will, 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 will end uh, in uh, northern Mozambique and they can be able to uh, just start working. Uh, we have uh, over 25 disciples up in northern Mozambique who have been baptized in the last year uh, since the church was planted there. So it's uh, really exciting to see uh, what God is doing. And also... Uh, we have our MTA uh, 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 just uh, happening virtually uh, this uh, this past weekend, and uh, there were over 50 people that uh, registered uh, for the virtual class uh, for MTA. So it's just amazing uh, just to see how God uh, is is moving. I want to take this opportunity to thank all the brothers and sisters who are part of the technical teams in the different churches who uh, are making sure that we get the songs recorded and the videos for the sermons. And uh, they, they are working around the clock uh, to make sure that we are able to connect with each other. All the family group leaders who have jumped onto Zoom and, and just made sure that we stay connected. Um, we, we just want to say thank you to everybody uh, who is working so hard uh, to make sure uh, that we can thrive uh, during these difficult times. Um, we um, have uh, uh, moved to stage four in South Africa uh, of the lockdown. We have five stages. Uh, stage five is the, uh, the total shutdown. Uh, and um, uh, stage four 
uh, there's been a little bit of a relaxing of rules and uh, schools will begin to uh, en engage again in, in a phased approach and a little bit more goods are being sold. And uh, so uh, it's, um, it's, it's really amazing to see what is going on. We continue to pray uh, that God will uh, uh, save us uh, from this uh, pandemic. And um, we also continue to pray for all, all the brothers and sisters uh, all over the world. Uh, we are all in this uh, together. I have been thinking about, you know, what is the need of the hour? Uh, and um, uh, this is something that has been playing in my mind. You know, what can we do? We are all uh, uh, locked down in our houses, except the people who are providing uh, essential services and the frontline workers. You know, uh, we have so much respect uh, for all the people that um, uh, collect the, the garbage, uh, the people that uh, pack shelves at uh, the supermarkets, uh, the people that uh, the, the, the doctors and the nurses and uh, all the people that uh, are just out there with uh, the maintenance uh, people for uh, the telecommunications and electricity and water. Um, you know, we, uh, the majority of us, uh, we have to stay at home. And uh, uh, the question is, you know, what difference can I make? What can I do? What is the need of the hour? What is it that you and I, in what ways can you and I make an impact? And, um, and that has influenced uh, our message today. Uh, I titled it Hinged on Prayer. And, um, and, and, and I hope that uh, at the end of this message, uh, we can all uh, 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 learn, learn a lot uh, from, from the scriptures. Let's go to God in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, this uh, wonderful opportunity uh, that we can be able to connect like this uh, on a Sunday morning. I pray uh, that uh, you uh, rescue us uh, from this enemy that we cannot see, uh, this uh, enemy who uh, just travels in mysterious ways, and uh, uh, we plead and beg uh, for your mercy. Uh, we pray for all our brothers and sisters who are frontline workers. Uh, please keep them safe, protect them, God. We pray uh, for all the frontline workers uh, in all over the world uh, who uh, are just providing just uh, such essential services, God. May your hand be upon them. Uh, we pray for today's message uh, that you will touch our hearts. We pray for all of this in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, we are going to uh, do a little bit of study on, um, on, 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 on Jesus and his prayer life. Uh, you know, he uh, had just over three years of active ministry and, and right at the beginning of his ministry, I mean, we, he knew uh, the challenges he was going to face, the frustrations, the opposition um, and, and, and the needs that uh, he uh, needed to meet. And, and what do we see him do uh, right up front is that um, he you know, goes for 40 days uh, for a time of prayer and fasting. And that's where we are going to begin. And uh, we will just uh, uh, read a couple of more scriptures. Uh, but uh, I hope that uh, uh, at the end of it, uh, we can uh, really just see how, uh, even though Jesus is the Son of God, uh, He uh, was with God and, um, uh, you know, He performed so many miracles, He was hinged on prayer. Let's look together in Luke chapter 4. Uh, we'll start uh, from uh, verse 1. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days, he was tempted by the devil. 
He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them, he was hungry. You know, the Bible tells us that right here at the beginning uh, of uh, his ministry, he begins by going on this um, on, on, on this 40-day uh, 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 fast. Uh, he goes into the desert, he's tempted, uh, and um, he, he, he spends quality time with God uh, knowing uh, and anticipating uh, the challenge uh, that lay ahead of him. You know, he wouldn't just embark on something so huge without making sure that he is hinged uh, on prayer uh, with God. And, and then, you know, as we read further in uh, verse 14, it says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. Uh, this is amazing that as he, he comes from, uh, uh, he, you know, the Bible says he, he comes in the power of the Spirit, and, and news about him spreads, he becomes incredibly popular. You know, uh, so many people are brought to him uh, so that he can uh, he can heal them. And so he began his ministry with prayer in anticipation for what was good. But how did Jesus sustain his ministry? How, how did he, uh, what did he do? What were some of the things that he did that helped him sustain his ministry? Let's look at uh, Luke chapter 21. In Luke chapter 21, uh, verse 37, the Bible says, each day, Jesus was teaching at the temple, and each evening, he went out to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. So, you know, Jesus uh, uh, sustains his, his energy, sustains himself through prayer. The Bible says, you know, he... Uh, 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 went out there each day he was in the temple teaching. But then it says each evening he picked a spot and he was there praying so that God could sustain him and God could be the one, you know, as, as the demands uh, continued to grow, as he became more popular, as the stakes got higher, he intensified his prayer time. You know, I believe that um, at this time, uh, there's nothing more important than for all of us to stand together in prayer, to unite in prayer, to pray without ceasing, to uh, uh, use this opportunity while we are under lockdown uh, to strengthen our prayer life. You know, when you look at um, uh, uh, verse 39 of chapter 22, Right at the end of his ministry, uh, in uh, verse 39, the Bible says, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, 
He found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. You know, this is the end of his ministry. And uh, what do we see him do as uh, his death is uh, fast approaching? He's about to be arrested. And he, the Bible says, you know, he uh, goes, it says Jesus went out as usual. I mean, that is uh, such an amazing uh, uh, a word that is included there that, you know, that, that's, that's what he did. That was his usual. It's like going into a restaurant where you normally order your cup of coffee and you don't even have to tell them how they must make it. You just come in and you say, man, give me the usual. That's how it was when it comes to prayer for Jesus. You know, we have this incredible opportunity over the next couple of uh, weeks. Uh, we don't know how long uh, this lockdown will go for in the different countries, uh, but there is an opportunity there for us to make prayer our usual, to find a, a, our usual spot where we go and we pray or our usual hour in the day or our, our several hours uh, in the day where we can pray without any distractions. You know, prayer was everything for Jesus. You know, it's how he began his ministry, is how he sustained his ministry, it's how he ended his ministry. And, you know, he says here to his disciples, he says, pray that you will not fall into temptation. You know, they were, it says that um, uh, uh, the disciples, you know, were uh, just exhausted from sorrow. After what he had shared with them that, you know, his life would come to an end and, 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 and you know, he was telling them what was going to happen and, and how overwhelmed he felt. And, and they were, they too were overwhelmed. And I think uh, at, um, at such a time as this, it, it, it can be overwhelming for us. Uh, we are at home. We um, uh, want to go out there. We want to study the Bible with people. And uh, we are now doing studies over Zoom and and, 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 and sometimes, you know, we uh, uh, just go briefly out to the shops and back. And uh, it's such a new reality that we live in. It can be an overwhelming time. Uh, but Jesus says, you know, pray. Pray. You know, the need of the hour is that we become uh, uh, a people who pray. You know, the politicians are making their decisions. Uh, you know, we, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of uh, how our president is uh, really uh, putting lives first uh, over the economy. And, and uh, I know that the different presidents in different countries are also, you know, uh, just uh, uh, making some good decisions to protect the people. Uh, but I think our bit as disciples is, is to pray. Uh, it's the only thing that we, we, we put our hope in. And he says to his disciples as they are tempted to fall asleep, you know, you know sleep can be an enemy of prayer. Uh, you know, when, when, when we feel exhausted, uh, at times, you know, it can be tempting to just find ourselves just sleeping longer and, uh, uh, you know, just finding it difficult to, to wake up, to, to pray. You know, I'm reminded of the story of Jonah. You know, it's such a, a, a powerful story that, and, uh, uh, you know, Jonah, uh, God is sending him uh, to Nineveh, and um, uh, he then decides he wants to go to Tashish and uh, he, you know, he, he boards uh, this uh, uh, boat and, 
and, and, and a huge storm. Uh, uh, they encounter a huge storm and, and there's all these challenges and, and, and the guys on board are working very hard to get rid of the cargo, solve the problem. You know, what are they going to do? And what is Jonah doing? You know, in, in, in chapter 1, uh, uh, verse 1 to 6, the, the story says, you know, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, go to the great city of Nineveh and spread and, and preach against it. Because its, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break. All the sailors were afraid. Each cried out to his own God. And they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below deck where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. You know, this is such an amazing story that Jonah, you know, he... Uh, he's running away from God, and 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 in fact, you know, uh, these people as uh, their lives are in danger because of him. And the Bible says he went and he slept. You know, to a point where this man, uh, this the captain of the ship, who is is he doesn't you know believe in God, and you know he he goes to Jonah and he says, "Man, come on, wake up, wake up and pray." Maybe your God might be able to save us. My brothers and sisters, I believe that if, if the world knew the God that we serve, if the different leaders of all these different nations knew about the God that we serve, I believe that they would be crying out too, saying, disciples, wake up and pray. Wake up and call on your God. You know, uh, don't waste any time. Don't, uh, you know, there are so many things that we can't do. We can't interpret the stats. You know, we can't uh, debate about, you know, what is the right approach. And, uh, but what we can do is to pray to our God so that he can save us. That is the call of the hour. That is the need of the hour. You know, uh, uh, so, so Jesus, you know, also tells us, that when we pray, we must not be like pagans who, you know, uh, think that their prayers will be answered uh, uh, by, by, by all the bubbling that they, uh, that they say, you know, in the public squares. But he says, you know, in, in Matthew 6 verse 7, he says, And when you pray, do not keep on bubbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many ways. You know, Jesus, you know, says, man, uh, here's another thing that uh, uh, is a threat to prayer. Here's another thing that takes away from prayer that makes prayer bad in some, is when we just have many words. He says, go directly to the point. Don't babble like the pagans do. It's not because of many words, you know, that's such a, an amazing thing about prayer because it means that all of us can pray. You know, all of us can be prayer warriors. We can, we can, you know, have these deep and meaningful prayers uh, because God just wants to hear what is in our hearts. 
He doesn't want us to have all these flowery words and, and all these different things. In fact, you know, uh, what Jesus is teaching against here is don't have these long wounded prayers. Have these short but powerful prayers that, that make a difference. You know, there's one such example where Jesus, you know, we're going to sample a prayer where, where he prays and we look at how did he pray uh, in uh, John 11 uh, verse uh, 41. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. You know, here's one such example where Jesus uh, is about to do uh, this, perform this incredible miracle. You know, Lazarus, uh, his sister says he had been in the tomb for four days. People are worried that by now his body is starting to smell. And so Jesus is standing there and he offers this amazing prayer. This, you know, short but powerful prayer that it raised a man who had been dead for four days. He just simply says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. What an amazing prayer. And then he closes the prayer by saying, Lazarus, come out. You know, this is a direct prayer. This is a very clear and concise prayer. These are the type of types of prayers that we need today. We need men and women all over Southern Africa to be offering such prayers before God. It is time that we stand up and we do our bit to fight this pandemic. And I believe that this war is going to be won on our knees, my brothers and sisters. And I hope that um, uh, as we all uh, 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 in our respective homes and uh, in, in, in our respective cities and, and countries, that we will go down as disciples and really cry out to God. You know, in, in the, uh, the church in Swanee, uh, we uh, are going to be studying a book called um, uh, 40 Days uh, of uh, of prayer by a brother uh, Kit Cummings uh, uh, in, in in the U.S. Uh, and uh, we are studying this book together over the next forty days. Uh, we are starting uh, on Monday, uh, May fourth, uh, and we will go uh, until um, uh, around June twelfth. Uh, if you want to join us in in studying about prayer, uh, you can definitely get in touch with uh, our administrator Mabatu. Uh, and uh, we will arrange that you can be able to purchase the book and, uh, and join with us as we learn about the power of prayer uh, over the next 40 days. And I hope that um, uh, you grow in your prayer life, that we will one day look back and, uh, and remember this uh, period of lockdown as a time where our prayer life was transformed, where we became hinged on prayer, just like Jesus was. To God be the glory. Uh, it's...